Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yes. Okay, I will, because we're on a cruise and we're leaving town. Bye! Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show. We've <laughs> left uh, the port of Minneapolis, and we are headed south to climber, warmer climbs. <laughs> That's and, because uh, it's in the wind chill of negative 16 it's outside. negative 16 degrees. We've cracked. We've decided, you know what, we love Minnesota, but we're out for the time being. And uh, we've decided to take a cruise. Mm-hmm. So uh, as we take you on our aural adventure, we also wanted to talk to you about uh, some Grammy news, some things to pay attention to at the Grammys. I want to know about this Ariana Grande controversy, Holly. But before we get to that, can we drop our Ariana Grande single? Oh, yeah. So Ariana Grande, she just dropped her new album today, her fifth album, Thank You, Next. And one of the singles is Seven Rings. And this is in honor of Ariana Grande's hand tattoo in which she wanted to honor that song. She thought that she put seven rings in kanji, Japanese kanji, on her hand. In fact, she wrote Japanese barbecue grill. She tried to fix it, and then she put on Japanese barbecue grill finger, right? Exactly. So we decided... Um, well, and it went on from there. So yeah, she got, she tried to get a fix. Basically, she's got a tattoo that's a stinky barbecue finger. We decided to cut <laughs> our very own single. Here it is. Enjoy. Yeah. Download that on iTunes. Stinky barbecue Make us finger. A dollars. Yes, please. So, um, the reason I brought up Ariana Grande is, of course, she was supposed to do the Grammys this weekend, but allegedly she's no longer doing the Grammys this weekend. And allegedly there's a reason why. And it allegedly di- differs from the reason the Grammys is giving. Please explain what's actually going on here, Holly. Well, Ariana Grande, in fact, is not performing at the Grammys and she's not even going to show up, which is strange because arguably she is the biggest thing in pop music going right now. And like I just said, she dropped her fifth album this morning. It's called Thank You Next. Well, the Grammys did a little interview with the Associated Press and the producer of the Grammys, we'll just call him Ken, he said that he actually had multiple conversations with Ariana Grande about possibly performing during the Sunday telecast. Uh, But ultimately, he said that Ariana Grande felt it was too late for her to put something together. That's what he said Ariana Grande told him. Ariana Grande yesterday on her social media account was like, "Mm -mm -mm." too late for her to pull something together. Ariana Grande is like, no, Ken, thank you. Next, Ariana Grande accuses him of lying and said, I can pull together a performance overnight. And you know that, Ken, it was when my creativity and self-expression was stifled by you that I decided not to attend. I hope the show is exactly what you want it to be. And more Ariana Grande going on to say, I offered three different songs to Grammy producers. She said, it's about collaboration. It's about feeling supported. It's about art and honesty, not politics, not doing favors or playing games. It's just a game. Y'all I'm sorry, but that's not what music is to me. So Ariana Grande schooling everyone about the truth, about the real reason why she's not going to be performing at the Grandies on Sunday night. It's because they were going to control what she was going to do. And she didn't want that to be happening. 
I, what's interesting to me is I'm sure the story is much deeper than that, or at least more complicated than yeah. that. Like that's what she felt. So, okay. Yeah. Thanks for your opinion. I'm curious though, if, if it's as easy as she says it is, why would they wouldn't have just said, well, okay, you can do this song. I, I think that because I, if you know, you're an yeah. artist, one believes that you just had an album drop. You want your album to sell like gangbusters and showing up on the Grammys a few days later would probably be the best way to sell albums. I mean, just guaranteed you're going to sell albums by yeah. doing the Grammys. Yeah, well, I think that Ariana Grande, from what she's saying, what, I, what I'm reading from her tweets is that she wanted to do a performance that maybe didn't align with the Grammy producer's vision of the telecast. The, the Grammy telecast is a pretty conservative show. All in all, the Grammys. Yeah, it's not the MTV Music Awards. No, it's not certainly. the MTV Video Music Awards. And the Grammys have been noted for not really necessarily being on the pulse of pop culture. So I don't know what the Grammys envisioned for Ariana Grande's performance, but obviously it wasn't what Ariana Grande herself envisioned. So there they are at an impasse. And then ultimately, what Ariana Grande wanted to do was just not what the Grammys wanted and what they saw in their ultimate vision of the show. So fascinating where I think that if you want to perform in the Grammy Awards, just speculating that, you know, if you're an artist and you want that kind of exposure, you'll probably concede to what the Grammys want you to do. They're like, okay, we want you to perform Bradley. We want you to perform your hot song, uh, stinky barbecue finger. Yes, okay? I'll do it. Well, we, okay, that's fantastic, but we want you to do it in a green leotard and a three foot high wig. Oh, okay. Okay, and then we want you to tap dance, Bradley, while you're doing that. And then we want you to give a lap dance to a person of our choice. Now, are you willing to do that for your stinky barbecue <laughs> well, finger appearance? Well, it depends on who you choose. <laughs> are they hot? No. Okay. I'm okay. Out. All I'm right. Out. So there, I, you know, it's probably some, one of those kinds of things. Yeah. It also, maybe she just thought like, you know, like standing up to the machine and giving the man the finger, this will be the way to, you know, really show my fans that I'm committed to my art form. Yeah. Well, that could really? also be, I don't know. <laughs> well, like at the end of the day, you're not going to be on screens in a way and you're not going to be the subject of stories the next day. I mean, we will be covering the Grammys Monday, and I'm not saying that we're like the be-all and end-all, but the entire station will be wall-to-wall Grammys conversation. I don't know that Ariana Grande is probably going to come up now because there will be so many other stories to talk about, and so I just feel like, okay, sure, but you're Ariana Grande. You're not like, right? You're not... But she's at that level now, Bradley. Is she, she, yeah, okay. Ariana. I, I would argue. Okay, I mean, I, that, I, that, I'm, no, I am not a musically uh, <laughs> plugged in individual, so yeah. I will take your point. Well, I would. She is the biggest pop act that we have right now. That's putting out big hit singles that we're talking about, that we're playing. In fact, we have like maybe three Ariana Grande songs in our My Talk 1071's song rotation right now, more than any other artist. Like she is very much top of mind. And so she has that, I would say that she has that ability to create her own stagecraft and put on her own show. And I think that the Grammys are in the wrong here. They should have been realized, like, look, Ariana Grande is the biggest thing going. She has a new album Just out Friday. Thing, Just yeah. let her do her thing. Yeah. Now she's, well, getting, now she's on Twitter talking about this and being Ariana Grande. I will Grande. say, when you do look at who is performing, I mean, uh, uh, uh. Uh-oh. Oh, no. I, there's nothing bad. It's just that, like, I'm looking through the list right now. You have uh, current nominees, Chloe and Hall. 
I'm probably saying that wrong. <laughs> You're right on, the, right on the pulse of pop music there, Bradley. Lady Gaga. Ah, yeah. Now, Lady Gaga, obviously. Of you know, course. Um, but she's old guard at this point. Mark Ronson. Yeah. I'm assuming... is. He's probably doing something with Miley Cyrus. Yeah, but she's not on this list, so that's interesting. Well, no, he's doing it with Lady Gaga, sorry, because he co-wrote Shallow. Dua Lipa, Mm St. Vincent, that's a collaboration, right? Yeah, yeah. Yolanda Adams, Fantasia. Yeah, so, I mean, Camila Cabello, uh, Brandi Carlisle. I'm looking through now. The only thing I'm really care care about at this point is Dolly Parton. There's going to be a Dolly Parton tribute, and I think Katy Perry is a part of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ricky Martin, Shawn Mendes, Red Hot Chili Peppers. So Diana Ross, okay. Janelle Monae, she's hot. Casey Musgraves, you know, a little country. So there are a lot of performers that are going to hit the Grammy stage But nobody stage certainly uh, at the, you know, there's no Nicki Minaj. There's no... Um, Nicki Minaj. <laughs> but even she is not at the Taylor, top. Of there's no Taylor her, Swift. No Taylor Swift. No, no Justin Bieber. Exactly. And even those people haven't really issued new music or at least new music that has resonated with anybody. Nicki Minaj's album Queen that was released last year didn't go anywhere. So yeah. really the Grammys missing a big opportunity not having Ariana Grande on stage. But, you know, we're going to be talking about the Grammys on Monday anyways, even though Stinky Barbecue Finger's not going to be there. Uh, well, we're going to play it, though. All right. When we come back, speaking of Stinky Barbecue Fingers, our good friend Paul McGuire Grimes will be here with all the latest on what's in theaters this week right here on my talk 107.1 he's the man with all the latest on movies his name is paul mcguire grimes we call him pmg and you're listening to the colleen bradley show on my talk 107.1 it's friday it's really cold but he braved the cold to be with us to share uh the latest in theaters this weekend hi paul mcguire hello bradley trainer hello holly roberts it's great to be here is it yeah, yeah. Did you survive? I did survive. Was it still chilly on your way in? Oh, yeah. Okay. Woo! Now, right. Paul, we have to ask you, is everything awesome with the Lego movie, too? You know, I would say that not everything is awesome, but there's a lot of awesomeness to it. Mm. So this is Lego Movie 2, the second part, and the premise is that it's five years later after the first one. The Lego community is kind of a post-apocalyptic world, and Lucy, who's voiced by Elizabeth Banks and Batman, are kidnapped and taken to this alien queen, uh, voiced by Tiffany Haddish, and it's up to Emmett, our local construction worker, to save them. So, I mean, the premise itself is very thin in this one. Let's be crystal clear. So is this more about the characterization and the jokes between the Lego characters? Yes, definitely. What I think is what is great about the Lego movies is actually the attention to detail. There are so many like pop culture references, jokes about who these actors are. Like there are many references to Chris Chris Pratt's image and career in this movie oh. and just like the word play that's used and all the little things that like kids will like but then adults will really get a kick out of like the whole world is is kind of fashioned after mad max Fury road and kids aren't going to know that but like adults will totally get that so there's something for everyone. There's literally something for everyone. And you just kind of have to go along for the fun. I mean, the the creativity is definitely there. Like, I think the first one, the, the twist at the end of the first one was that it was all within the imagination of this live action kid. So they play on that. They play that up more in this one. So we see a sister coming into play because it's the sister's Duplos blocks that are taking over and kidnapping the Lego characters. Oh. You also have a mom coming into play. So there's this whole fear of Momageddon. So uh, there's yeah. more of that in this movie, too, whether you like that or not, you know. 
Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So, well, it sounds. I mean, it sounds perfectly uh, delightful in the same way that the original. It is. Was. I mean, we were definitely laughing quite a bit. It just was like it moves at a very quick speed. They're keeping kids' attention the whole time. There's action scenes. There's musical numbers. There's funny characters that come into play. Tiffany Haddish is very funny. She still gets to be very Tiffany, but like in a PG world yeah. versus a hard For sure. R. This is definitely a family film, right? And Chris Pat- Pratt is funny whether you know schwat's going on right now but yeah and and so would you recommend people go to see the lego movie to the second part if you're not familiar with the lego universe because oh yeah i think you're fine yeah i think you're fine and you may even like it more than people that have seen the other ones i mean this is i would say of the four lego movies that have been out so far in their various iterations this is probably the third best now there was a batman one what was the yes, other one the lego ninjago movie so it was legos with like oh a my god kung fu twist i don't even know what these things <laughs> are. i mean how many tickets i'm giving this then? three out of five tickets <laughs> for the lego stubs. movie too all right there's okay, enough in it to like yeah. yeah there's not it's not sequelitis and it's not as creative as the first but it's hard to top that first one yeah of yeah. course like all things when the, because really the lego movie was different unique and uh something special when it first came out yes. i remember watching it thinking wow this is a you know like how are they going to tell an entire movie with legos we all thought that's ridiculous and they made it work yeah, and, and it's creative did. now that we know that equation it's like okay yeah yeah maybe yeah. not as uh not as um it's a little formulaic. Yeah. 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 Uh, the other big movie that's coming out this week in Paul McGuire Grimes is What Men Want, starring Sharanji P. Henson. Yes. She plays a sports agent who doesn't get the promotion that she, she thinks she deserves because she doesn't connect well with men. So then later on at a bachelorette party, she takes this hallucinogenic tea given to her by a psychic. And then the next morning, she wakes up able to hear men's inner thoughts. Oh, okay. So this sounds cute. Yeah, I mean, so it's a gender-swapped version of What Women Want, that Mel Gibson, Helen Hunt movie that came out like two decades ago. And, you know, anytime you have these types of movies where, kind of like I Feel Pretty, you know, they wake up and there's this like special power they don't know what to do with, it kind of follows along those traditional beats. Yeah, like by the end of it, I've learned something about myself and everyone else. And it didn't quite go to plan the way I thought it would. You know, a few of the people that, you know, were baddies, you might, you know, have a heart of gold by the end of it. Just misunderstood. (laughs) Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So by no means is this movie original in any capacity. But, you know, Taraji B. Henson, she's funny like she can do comedy really well she can do the physicalities there's great eye candy in this movie bradley okay, her boyfriend right. character aldous hodge is cute kellen lutz plays this Ooh, kellen lutz okay i mean he's there just to be a body okay literally i'm fine with that yep when uh, mcclendon is in it the, yeah so like superficial totally the surprise in this movie erica badu oh oh like what wow. <laughs> she's acting she is she plays the psychic character and she is kooky she's wackadoodle like you don't know what she's on the whole time you have no idea what's going to come out of her mouth very much kind of a whoopie whoopie goldbring a ghost meets like something ryan murphy would create interesting she's hysterical okay like now she you've was got the me intrigued I, yeah. right like the rest of the movie's like Meh, okay yeah. and then she comes on screen and you're like Oh, you're f- girl. You're funny. Okay. How many ticket stubs for <laughs> I'm what men want? Two and a half out of five. It's not great. Oh wow. I mean, okay. if you need an easy laugh, if you want eye candy, if you want fluff, go see it. So but maybe maybe wait till that shows up could. on a streaming service. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on an yes. airplane. Okay. Yeah, this is the perfect Delta movie. Okay, have a cocktail while you're flying. All right. All right. Well, the perfect streaming movie this weekend might be Widows, and oh. you have a review for us, Paul. Yes. This, this is a Steve McQueen movie that came out last Steve, year, right? Yes, Steve McQueen. He co-wrote. Co-wrote it with Gillian Flynn and Viola Davis, Michelle Debicki, or Elizabeth Debicki, Michelle Rodriguez played these women 
these widows whose husbands were killed after a heist gone wrong. So now they have to go and finish this last heist because now they've been blackmailed. It is edge of your seat. It is thrilling. Fantastic cast. This movie should have gotten Oscar nominations up the wazoo. You won't see a better ensemble this year than the cast in this. Robert Duvall is in this. Colin Farrell. Colin, you know, Robert Duvall. Four and a half out of five ticket subs. I highly recommend it. There are twists and turns aplenty. It's fantastic. Awesome. Well, Paul McGuire Grimes, Paul Strips the Movies. Thank you for being with us. You're going to be on Twin Cities Live today. And of course, you can go online to find all of Paul's bits and pieces YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, etc. And when we come back, crazy, stupid idiots, dumb people doing dumb things. We'll be right back. Oh, we're somewhere in the Caribbean right about now here on the Colleen and Bradley show. We left the port of Minneapolis a few days ago. Uh, in our brain, anyway. Mm-hmm. Not really, but no, we're pretending. It's, it's zero outside, Bradley. What's the wind chill? Oh, thanks for asking. It's a negative 16. Oh, my God. It's sunny and negative 16, guys. Don't Woo-hoo. you feel amazing? Okay, well, guess what? We're going to leave town again and talk about some crazy, stupid idiots. <laughs> right here. Well, then, you know, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. <laughs> Colleen and Bradley present... CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing some dumb things right here, oftentimes in the state Florida. The state of Florida. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it's a nice, warm place. It's shaped like a wing wang. It is shaped like a big uh, wangadoodle. Yeah. Uh, I want to take us to Florida. Cool. Okay, and I want to tell you about a couple. This is a mm-hmm. love story. Oh, right? just in time for Valentine's mm-hmm. Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want you to. T- I want to tell you about Robert Hakins. He is sixty-four years young. Now he didn't. Been, he'd been enjoying a soak last month. Was his, with his wife Kristen. She's thirty-eight. Uh, and another guy. Named oh. Ted Vest. Oh, well, this sounds <laughs> Ted, Ted Vest. Vest. So I'm assuming that they're enjoying a soak, maybe in a jacuzzi. Or... Yeah, this was in a. Mm. No, it was just in their bathtub. No, this was in a backyard hot tub. Yeah. So again, Robert Haken's husband, Kristen Haken's wife, Ted Vest. Third party. Third. Uh, <laughs> third wheel. That's when some stuff happened. Oh. Okay. Okay. Well. Apparently, they were in the spa around 11 p.m. This was January 19th when Robert, again, the husband, went inside to go to sleep. He's like, you guys, I'm just real sad. I'm going to go to bed. That happens. Kristen and Ted Vest decided to stay back in the hot tub. And uh, that's when Kristen stated that she and Ted became romantic with one another in the hot tub. Ooh, ouch. at some point, Robert, husband, appears back on the scene mm. at the back patio. He mm-hmm. spotted an explicit hot tub action. Ooh. And that's when he lost his ever-loving mind. He oh, yelled no. at the top of his lungs that he would bleeping kill you. Robert then enters the residence, returns to the patio with... Uh, a baseball bat. A gun. Ah! Now, he later told police that his... Spouse was blowing. Oh, 
okay. Some bubbles? Yeah. Blowing some bubbles. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and by bubbles, I mean Ted Vest. And became enraged. I guess I imagine no, no, as one No, no, would. no, no. You can't. You can't. Robert, you can't. Here's the deal. You invited Ted Vest into your tub. That's and, true. And then you went to bed. What the heck you did you think You can't hold your happened? wife close to the vest and expect that something bad isn't going to happen. Thank you. Some bubbles are going to get blown. Thank you. Now, <laughs> uh, a- after he squeezed off two rounds oh. to scare his wife and Ted Vest. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I assume the police were called. Uh, Kristen told cops that her husband punched her twice in the <gasps> head while the incident was ongoing. So he's shooting, he's punching, uh, things are happening. Luckily, for everyone involved, police were called, and Mr. Hakens, that is the husband, was arrested for beating his wife about the head after she was servicing Mr. Vest. Well, oh my gosh. Look, you can't... Here's just the thing I've learned in life. Hot tubs are bad news for a number of reasons. One... The water quality is such that you have to... There's a level of maintenance with a hot tub that That's is true. just burdensome. Yeah, it's And so more as much no. as your husband is trying to convince you that all you guys need to do is get a hot tub and he will take care of all the maintenance, ha! I'm here to tell you that in addition to bad water quality, you also run the risk of swinging. <laughs> and by swinging, I mean <laughs> uh, trysts with neighbors gone horribly wrong that will end up in your husband beating you about the head and or shooting indiscriminately into the backyard. Yeah, because here's the thing is that... Here's the advice. Don't buy a hot tub. Make friends with the person who has a hot tub. Yeah, you all it's the same. You with always want to be the Ted Vest RV. of the story. Yeah, you always want <laughs> well, yeah, that's yeah. true. Because you end up getting Because <laughs> you end up, you know, uh, no harm, no foul. I was just uh, uh, hanging out. Hey, I'm Ted Vest, and uh, I was just hanging out in the backyard, and, uh, you know, we were sitting there, just a couple of adults doing adult things in the hot tub, and uh, it's a fair game. Those are the things, yeah, you don't want to buy a hot tub, you don't want to buy a boat, and I would even question having a cabin. You just want to make friends with the people who have all three of those things, and maybe they have them in one facility. Yeah, because then you don't have to worry about upkeep. Yeah, you just bring some food and and you bring some drinks and then you're good to go. You paid your way in. And you don't need to worry about, frankly, uh, your wife uh, servicing Ted Vest because you're in and out. You're gone. This is not a problem for you long term. Exactly. Okay. Oh, my gosh. I got I got a CSI hero to tell you about. This is in the Houston area, Bradley. Mm-hmm. You might be familiar with it, Houston, Texas. I am. Yeah, I, I used Houston. to live there. Yeah. So I want to tell you about two heroes. Their names are Aretha and Joseph. So this happened last week, and Aretha and Joseph were hanging outside of their home in a truck. You know, you're just hanging out. So they're outside of their house when all of a sudden two people approach them wearing clown masks. Mm-hmm. Turns out they were robbers. Okay, the people, so they weren't actual clowns. So, so they no, they weren't kidding around. No, they were not clowns. They did not wash up from the the old Ringling Brothers circus looking for a job because the circus is defunct now. Well, they could very well be because they needed cash and they don't have jobs. However, Joseph said one of the men stuck a machete into the truck. Oh, 
and held it to his throat. Oh my God, that's so scary! A clown, wheel, a machete wielding clown. Oh. Yeah. Well, you know what? The clowns were really serious and that's scary, and they actually had a machete. But Aretha was not having any of this. Apparently, Aretha chased down the other robber in her scooter. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. Aretha chased down machete-wielding clowns in what? Scooter. What kind of scooter? Well, it actually, it wasn't a rascal, Bradley. Like it, a mobility scooter? No, it was actually her granddaughter's scooter. Oh, like one of those, um, <laughs> what do they call those things? Scooters. They call them scooters, no, Bradley. Like, Thank like, you very much. Like the, the there's a name for them anyway. Anyway, so, so grandma scooter, went like, down on a scooter and she chased away the clowns carrying a machete who were trying to rob them. Did she was she successful in running them down or what? Yeah, happened? they were arrested. Oh, okay. Thank you. I can just see. <laughs> Hurry up, get these people. I don't know what I I I would I don't did I guess you She's can go a, really fast. She is a real hero, Bradley. She is a hero. She chased down the clown mask wearing, machete yielding robbers on a scooter. That's pretty and awesome. then she held them down with the oh help of gosh. her husband. She held them down? Okay. Yes. She said it was scary. I but bet she it was. said it was either us or them. I'm sorry, but here's the thing. If I see gun or uh, machete wielding clowns, I'm running in the opposite direction and calling 911. Yeah. I'm never chasing them. I'm sorry. And I was she, always taught, run away from danger. <laughs> then she said, jokes on you, machete-wielding clowns. Jokes we, on you, we whippersnappers. Got, we ain't got no money. So what are you trying to do? Wreath <laughs> was like, we're broke. What are you clowns, you silly clowns? Yeah. Well, and then the authorities were called and the clowns were arrested. See, because today you just don't know if people have guns. Oh, I know. I, I mean, know. You you don't want to be Ted Vest stuck in a suburban hot tub getting no. shot at. Yeah, all you just wanted was a good time. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, oops, that's not happening. Anyways, I would like to honor Aretha and Joseph today during the CSI segment and saying that they are true American heroes. Now, speaking of American heroes, quickly, I want to tell you this tale of uh, Antonio Smallwood. Oh. And unfortunately for this story, his last name is appropriate. 41-year-old Antonio Smallwood, he's from Virginia, and he is behind bars. After doing something that will change your life forever. Oh. Um, let's just say he, like many people listening to this show... Enjoys the occasional uh, audiovisual treat. Oh, he likes to look at a little. Does it have something to do with maybe a little something like this? <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, I mean it, it, that's a true American pastime. You know the internet's built on that, right? And he did it on his garage door. Ew! What? <laughs> Hold on a second. Okay. He was projecting. The audiovisual experience, correct, onto, onto the his garage, garage door. door. So, so it's, imagine you're yeah. driving down the street, and all of a sudden, <laughs> exactly. Oh no! So a patrolman responded to a call after somebody reported that pornographic material was being displayed on a garage door in full view of neighbors. Ooh. Upon arrival, the officer observed a movie involving sexual activity being projected on the garage door. At that point, the cops sought to serve Smallwood with a summons. Mm. But when the guy refused to sign it, he was arrested. So that means that he was going to just get a ticket, I guess, and not actually get arrested. But because he refused to sign it, he was arrested. Maybe he was charged you just got to sign it. 
What now? You just got to sign that thing. That's that's weird to me, though, that they'd be like, hi, yeah, you're watching porn on your garage door. Also, why is he watching porn on his garage door and not in his bedroom like the rest of us or <laughs> on his phone in the bathroom? He wants it to be a shared experience. That's all part of the excitement. Okay, well, that got him in jail. So, <laughs> Well, that's unfortunate because he, he could have just gotten a ticket for that. Also, his name is Smallwood. That's really the most and unfortunate part of the story. it doesn't say that he had taken matters into his own hand, Holly. Oh, he just was, you know, it was... Because uh, so, I feel like that would have gotten him arrested eventually. Yes, that, yes. Maybe he was just trying to, like, you know, pull a prank. He was <laughs> just trying to, you know... I know what I'll do. America. All right. Uh, speaking of taking matters into our own hand, we're about to do so because there's another episode of the Throwback Live at 2:45 right around the corner. Find out who I'm trying to beat today when we come back. As fall fills up with activities and obligations, even a small time saver can feel like a big help. Grammarly is an all-in-one writing tool that makes clear, concise communication easier than ever, so you can finish your work earlier and head off to family dinners social events, and fall weddings. Grammarly is free to download and works where you do, so every project gets finished quicker. Make sure your writing is free of mistakes with Grammarly's free, comprehensive writing suggestions and get an instant take on how your message comes across with the free tone detector. Let Grammarly Premium's sentence clarity rewrites help you find the perfect words on the first try. You'll be confident writing client emails, deadline-driven reports, and presentations without staying late at the office. Get more time back in your day by writing with Grammarly. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcasts to sign up for a free account. Then get 20% off when you're ready to upgrade to Grammarly Premium. That's Grammarly.com slash podcasts. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.